Can't believe that we did it. Yeah. We've made it so far. Can't believe that we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. We beat the odds, we beat the odds, we beat the odds, yeah. My niggas gods, my niggas gods, my niggas gods, yeah. Carry these scars close to my heart, they thought we lost, yeah. Now look where we are, yeah. Nigga, we champions. 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 Nigga, we Nigga, we champions. Nigga, we champions. Yo, you're not rocking with your boy Casino XO on Gods of the Underground Podcast. Listen, man. Listen. When I say I'm Mr. International, I really mean it. I really mean it. I had to roll out the red carpet. Man, we got royalty in the building. I had to roll out the red carpet. We got pop star sensation in the house. Queen of pop culture. Maybe just one of the best worldwide artists across the globe. She got her own TV shows. She got her own radio shows. She makes her own beat. She's royalty. Ladies, gentlemen, and Lolas, it's the queen, Miss Johnny Sebastian. Hey, 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 hey Miss Johnny, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the introduction. I had to, thank you so much for having me on the show. <laughs> listen, I had to roll out the red carpet. This is Gods of the Underground. And our slogan is we rough, raw, and rugged. And sometimes we're a little ignorant. And sometimes I might cut you off while you're speaking. But just, for, just bear with me. We over here in the States. You over there in London. It's the connection. It's the connection. Yes, definitely. That's what's important. <laughs> And thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you. Now, I'm honored. I'm honored. I listen to your music. I see you doing a lot. You you into spirituality a lot, too. That really intrigued me. Tell, elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, yes, definitely. I am a very spiritual person. And, of course, I uh, translate a lot of the messages about my philosophy and spiritual views into my music, into my um, visuals, into everything that I create. So. The albums as well are a part of that story that I'm telling. So I call my albums the musical book that I'm writing. And as I'm writing it as an artist, um, it is the music to document the history of our time for the generations to come. So in many different ways, I translate that. And of course, I put my spiritual views into the lyrics, into the artwork, into the videos that I edit myself as well most of the time. And that unfolds my philosophy and the outlook on the world and how I see that we can make it a better place. Wow. Wow. You you are very smart and intelligent. And when you talk about spirituality, I mean, I went through this thing called Dark Night of the Soul, and I just got through it. So, like I said, I was intrigued by your spiritual, you know, um, intelligence. I liked it and I was like, man, I would love to talk to this person. What do you know about the dark night of the soul? Well, where, where I come from, of course, um, it's based on uh, the very ancient traditions um, of my ancestors uh, from the East. So I would say that in general, the soul from my perspective has the journey to go through on this on this planet. Uh, this is a middle, uh, middle ground 
where you go through different challenges and difficulties. However, it's not meant to be the world of uh, suffering. It is a world where you are going through lessons and the school of life and where your soul gets toughened and gets ready to go to different realms and dimensions when it's ready to overcome the wheel of reincarnation on this planet. And then it can uh, appear on the other on the other planets, in other worlds, and in much better realms as well. So, of course, sometimes the souls have experienced um, some, some very difficult challenges. And it might seem that you are reaching the rock bottom, that you are going through something where you don't have, you don't feel like you have the answers, you don't feel like you have an active strategy, it feels very dark and very difficult. However, there is hope at the end of the tunnel, uh, of the tunnel, and there is always a way. You have to remember that within the matrix of this realm, not the matrix that the you know, the powers that we are trying to put the humanity into, but when I say matrix, it means uh, coming from the word mother. So it means in from going to Sanskrit, going to Russian language. Uh, that's actually where the word comes from. So it is the connections that we have here. So when we are looking at the possibilities, there is always a way out. So I wrote a song called Aftermath from my album The Alchemist, and it is talking about coming out of the shadows, coming out of the the darkest times where you felt that there was no way out. But I always say that when you reach the rock bottom, the only way is up. So sometimes people have to go through difficulty to find the light within themselves. I understand you 100%. I'm stressed out right now. I'm stressed out right now because coming out, coming from the bottom, you're coming up. I started my podcast, Gods of the Underground. I mean, how, how do you... How do you handle the success that you have? You've performed in front of probably tens of hundreds of thousands of people. And like when you, I'm pretty sure when you first started your vision, you ain't had nobody believe you. I got people calling me out the world works now. Like, oh my God, your podcast is this, your podcast is that. But these are the same people I told before that, you know, I wanted to do this. They just didn't believe in the vision. So how do you handle coming from that rock bottom, shooting all the way up to starters? Well, I feel that being in the, music uh, part of our reality, doing music, uh, doing creative stuff, doing visuals, and being in the public eye is a part of the destiny that I've chosen. So I, before I was born, I decided that this would be my path. And for me to do, deliver my message, to deliver the message of freedom and hope and tell the story through music, through art, it is I see it as a necessary means. I don't see it as uh, the goal, for example, to be in front of people or to deal with people. It's more about the fact that I, I feel I can help and I have something to say. So it's just the way that I can deliver the message. So I've had different situations where I had to start from the beginning. For example, when I came to London, all the way from Moscow, and nobody knew me. However, I had a career. Back in Russia, I already have established myself as an artist and I was already going lyrically in the direction that I'm going with now. And then I came to London with one suitcase and I had to start all over again. I didn't have any shows. I didn't know anybody. And I had to create the new opportunities again. So I launched my studios. I worked at the music technology shop in the beginning in the first year and 
from doing that, I built a studio, I bought the equipment, and I launched that in 2007. And then going from there, I um, just did it bit by bit. I drew the picture of my studio on the New Year's Eve, and I projected that into the future that this is what I want to do in the next few months. And I did it. So I would say that whenever I've gone through these kind of challenges, I always visualized what I wanted to achieve. I looked into the short-term goals and long-term goals. I looked into different situations and how they could be unfolding. And uh, I just went for it. I just did it. The same thing is with my platform, The Alchemist, Alchemist TV. And with everything that I do, I just go for it and I just challenge it. And I'm trying to find the most interesting ways that sometimes they don't really follow the logical (laughs) um, pattern of thinking. But at the same time, they come out the best. That's where creativity comes out. So when I've been through the most difficult times in my life as well, I always found inspiration in music. And I always sat down the minute that I would touch the keyboard and start making the beat, or I would just put down that lyric. And I would read books a lot as well. I would study different topics, you know, through documentaries. And I would just go within myself and try to find the answers And then that would come out as a song or as some kind of visual representation. And creatively, my art represents my life. So all of the challenges that I'm describing, they're also a part of my life. So I... uh, what I, what I speak about, it is something that I've personally experienced as an artist. It's not an act. It's not a gimmick. It is exactly who I am. And I would suggest that for everyone and for yourself as well, the best thing to do is when you feel down or when you feel not confident, remember that you actually find confidence from the place of not being confident within yourself. Because when you are humble and you know that there is a way to grow, you actually do a thousand percent. You actually end up doing the most, the best. It is better to be underconfident than overconfident, right. in my opinion, because then you're able to grow. There is always a room to grow. And our life, you, when you look at it, I'm a perfectionist myself as well. So sometimes you feel like, well, this could have been done better. But do you know what? If you look at the journey in life as a way where you progress, you constantly evolve, you constantly change, you would always think, well, this is your best song or your best podcast or your best creative project is still ahead. And whatever you're creating now is a stepping stone to that. So everything is a part of a bigger picture. So that's how I uh, have been able to come from the rock bottom quite a few times, you know, and right. uh, go go forward and, and go on that stage and perform in front of uh, hundreds of thousands of people and just put out the music, you know, for into the social media. And also another thing is discipline is because when you have people reaching out to you, uh, you also have to organize your schedule, organize your timing so right. that you have the time for the people and you have time for yourself as well. <laughs> and everything is pretty organized. <laughs> yeah. Listen. The queen is spoken. Y'all heard her. It, it ain't nothing more I can say. This this is one of the most elegant interviews I ever had. I usually talk over people, but some reason I feel like I gotta shut up and listen to you. Cause you you got all this wisdom inside of you. And you said you came from Russia to London. How was that transition right there? That was very interesting and adventurous because one day I packed my suitcase and I just moved to London within one night, secretly, 
most of my friends, most of the people that knew me did not know that I was going to do it. And oh, at the time, I, there wait, were... Wait a yes. minute. You said, you said you didn't tell nobody you was leaving? I told, obviously, my mom knew, but other people did not know because it had to be secret at the time as I was escaping a very dangerous situation at the time. So I had to do it that way. Yes. And straight away, start a new life <laughs> in the new city, in the new country, in a completely different cultural environment as well. Because even though it seems like Russia and the UK are not far from each other, but actually they are in, in completely different cultural spaces, different language, different people, different mentality, things are done differently. So I had to do it at the age of 20. Straight after I graduated from Russian Academy of Music, so I got my master's degree. And then in June 2006, I quickly just moved to London. And since that time, I've been living here. And it took me some time as well. It took quite a few years to establish myself here. Because as I said, I had to start everything from the beginning. And um, I'm still in touch, of course, with people from Russia that know me and uh, come a long way. They've come a long way as well. They've been doing their thing. Um, but it's, it's been not easy, of course, because I did not have any family here. I did not have any friends. I had to make new friends and I had to learn how to make these new friends in a completely different environment as well. Uh, I, I don't think you're no stranger to the world right now. It's you all in magazines and everything like that. Every time I look up, and I'm, I see you moving and shaking around on your Instagram, and every time I look up, you got a, you got a um, post up there about you being in some type of magazine. Now, I've read the magazines. I did my study. I'm studying you for a while because I wanted to interview you for a while. But let the loved ones know, how are you moving and shaking around on Instagram? Why are you all in these magazines? Why are you the international Pop star sensation. Let them know because I don't think they really, really understand this. <laughs> right. So I've been doing music all my life. And every time I've always seen a way to to transform my art and go with time and also challenge the times and set trends as well. So I always look out for the longevity. That's how I've been able to do music in Russia when I was a child. And I grew up, I graduated from the academy, I was performing, uh, I, I was in three bands, um, one of them was my own band, and I started producing around the same time, and when I was, even earlier, I, I started getting into uh, making beats and um, writing songs, uh, but then I, when I moved to London, I did a music production course, and as I said, I started my, my studio, and then from that, my studio got, became it actually became the center of Russian hip-hop in the UK. It launched wow. the, the genre called grime, which is the UK version of rap. You're setting trends. It's a trends. very fast version. <laughs> You're setting trends over there. <laughs> I see what you're doing, Mr. Bastard. Yo, you is over there setting trends. But go ahead, keep going. Elaborate more. Thank you. Yes. So when I started the studio, those guys, they were just sitting on the benches and rapping to each other, having the passion for music and um, empty and, and creating but they didn't really have a studio or somebody to guide them so at the same time I already had the studio so I invited uh, these different artists to come and record uh, and so I was recording and engineering and producing them and helping them with their, with their careers and we launched quite a few sites and websites where we would launch the music so everything was done from the grassroots from the underground and that's why I actually love the name of your podcast 
because I really love that kind thank of vibe. You. Thank it's you very real. much. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what we've done. So we've done it without any major label. Uh, obviously, I registered my studio as a label, and we've done it all through the internet. This is just in the beginning of the social media, and uh, the music that we were creating was very new, and it was very fresh. And at the time, for example, grand music, Nobody knew about it in Russia, so the major labels did not want to sign anyone doing it, or they did not want to sign anybody doing a different kind of rap, you know? They were saying, well, this is too complicated, people will not understand, but we wanted to challenge lyrically the songs and, you know, and just completely transform the hip-hop game. So we did it, as I said, from the underground through the internet, and people were just, they would just go, like, there was there were children who who would come from school waiting for that track to drop on on the on the website that we would launch, uh, hold, hold waiting on. for oh. and the, no, no. Give me one yeah. second. Like I said, we cut people off here. I'm telling you, it's very unprofessional setting up here. I'm just letting you know that right now. But the thing is that I'm trying to imagine in my mind the queen of pop on the underground. Like mm. I, I'm trying to figure this one out. Let, let me know a little bit more about that one. Yes. Uh, so. Of course, I would get the artists to record in my studio. I would be engineering. I would be guiding them. And as well, I would be teaching them how to rap and how to flow on the beat. Especially if they were beginners and now they're wow. actually doing stadiums and now they're doing big things. But some of them have recorded in the studio for the first time ever. They've, they've put down their lyrics and I was guiding them and teaching them how to actually flow on the beat. So, yes, I, I do that as well behind the mixing desk. But when people work with me, they know that I'm not just pressing the record button. I'm actually <laughs> guiding them to get the best out of the track. I'm producing their vocals. <laughs> and if they're rappers and they're trying to sing in the chorus, I even teach them how to sing in the wow. chorus. So, it's, so you, <laughs> it sounds good. So you definitely, you definitely <laughs> the light that lights the way, the pathway to success. That's why I picked this song. You you're very intelligent. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, listen, loved ones. If y'all want to do anything right, you need to follow Miss Janice Sebastian because usually people just send me MP3s to their to my email and I download them and I play them. But this lady then sent me a link to where you can download about six or seven songs and and that helps out your streams and your revenues and it helps you you know get your numbers up the way you want to. This lady is really really intelligent. And I picked the song Fearless because I think it goes with the times of right now. We all need to be fearless at this time. When this pandemic is global, it's killing people. So explain to me and the loved ones, guys of the Underground Podcast, what it it takes to be fearless in these times. To be fearless, you have to find courage within yourself. Uh And it's only within yourself. People think that they need to look around, look for the cues. I would say that it only comes from within yourself and just look into the future, look into the future of the humanity, look for something to aspire to in the future, see how we can come out of it, how we have to come together. Humanity can come to overcome this time. Right. I would say actually there is so much fear that is being promoted in the mainstream media that people forget who they are sometimes. (sighs) But fear is a very, very low vibration. And yes, we understand that it is difficult 
there were lockdowns. I'm actually in the UK. We've been in almost continuous lockdown for almost a year. Everything has yes. been shut down. Yes, preach. So the whole country has been on its knees. And a lot of people are afraid. But right. I would say that they should not be afraid as much of the virus, but more afraid to lose their souls. Because these are the challenging times. These are the times where you're going to be tested. You're going to be tested for your integrity, for how much you're going to stand up for your family, for your rights. Look deeper into what's really going on in the world. I'm saying it just genuinely to the people. Dig deeper and have a look why these things are happening. I, I, no, nothing happens for no reason. So I would say that there are things that are actually much darker and more sinister than the virus itself. And this is what people mm. need to be aware of. Let's talk about and it. And they need to really look into it. They need to search for, inter- for information that might not be on the mainstream media, that might be on the underground podcast <laughs> or <laughs> um, <laughs> channels somewhere, somewhere out there and have a look and see is this a good, because you see it, they're talking about this, the new normal. I right. do not believe that this is the new normal. I don't believe it either. Listen. I think. Go ahead, mm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think that, that yeah. No, no. <laughs> I told you we lagging a little bit. This is guys at the underground, and it's crazy. I told you it's unprofessional, and I like the way it is. I like it raw, rough, and rugged. And the queen is definitely spoken. And I want you to go on more about it. But we hit the mark where we gotta play your song. Cause so, can we talk about fearless before we play it? Yeah. So fearless is a song about having no fear to speak out, and this is what people need to know right now as well. Uh, to speak out, to have the belief in what you stand for, and to also possibly go with like-minded people as well and unite with them and stand for what is right. The fearless represents Mm. that kind of courage, and it represents freedom to be yourself, to express who you are, to tell the truth, and that's what we need. We need more truth right now. Let's get into it then. Let's get into it. Fearless, Miss Janice Sebastian. Hey, 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 hey. Another hot mix exclusive. Where's 
We back, man. Fearless. Fearless. Miss Johnny Sebastian, man. Listen, I was on the other side, man. I was on the other side, and I was talking to Miss Sebastian, the queen. I, I have the privilege to talk to royalty. I'm sorry, y'all. It's just my personality puts me here. And we was talking about independent. Independent. Owning your own. You know, building up from the ground up and owning your own. Miss Sebastian, queen. You there? Yes. Yeah. I would suggest that it's definitely very beneficial to be independent for the artist. When you have streaming services, uh, when you have different platforms, when you have social media, but you have to be on it as well. Being independent, on one hand, gives you a lot of freedom because you can own completely your art and do whatever you want. But on another hand, it means a lot more responsibility discipline and absolutely relying on yourself absolutely. rather than other people and knowing how to change and just walk around different solutions. So uh, an independent artist would usually have to learn how to deal with social media, how to make the post, right. even if they don't like it, even if they don't. So a lot of the things they would involve because usually on a major label, they would have a team of a thousand people sometimes thousand. working around them. So you well, with some, yeah, like all the light technicians, the uh, engineers, makeup artists, everybody else. Now, when you're independent, it's going to be a lot smaller, and it depends on what talents you have. So, of course, if a person is singing but doesn't make the beat, so they would have to find a producer or, or uh, a songwriting or beat-making team to collaborate with that they can trust, because you always have to look into the into the future so that, you you know, Everything is agreed on how you share the royalties, how you, right. um, how you, how you go forward with it. Because as well, for example, you could start working with someone, and if the team does not vibe very well with each other, then another person could say, "Well, I don't want that song to be out anymore." So you spend your time creating something, and it doesn't come out. So being independent means knowing how to put that team together if you need one. With me personally, I actually do everything myself because I know <laughs> how to do it. Right, uh, right, right, so I right. don't really I don't really have the team in that sense. I am my own sound engineer, producer, videographer now as well because I'm getting more and more into videography so I'm getting more into editing and filming. Um I'm my own stylist. I'm literally doing everything but I you understand your, that other people on. may not be able You do your own but hair and your own makeup. Uh, yeah, a lot of the times because sometimes you have to be in a place very, very quickly. You have to go somewhere and film something or do something in the on the way. So you don't always have time to call someone. A lot of the times, of course, if it's a photo shoot or if it's something planned, it's one thing. But in some other times when you're independent, as I said, you have to move fast. Or at least that's the way I do it. So if I'm called gone somewhere tonight for example i just have to know how to how to do this straight away how to put the outfit together what i'm going to do plan everything so <laughs> yeah. as i said being independent is great it's amazing but it also means a lot of responsibility so for the artist i think this is the best way to go but you have to be uh, very very passionate about it because it's going to mean putting in a lot of work right. a lot <laughs> right 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 uh, so you have to Mm, yeah. 
No closer here at Gods of the Underground Podcast. It doesn't matter. I hope you're in your pajamas. I hope your hair's in a ponytail. And I hope you got your bunny slippers on. Because I want you to be comfortable when you're talking to your host, Casino XL. That's how I feel about it. But you don't, and I was going to ask you, like, you say you do everything yourself. And every time I look at your picture, you got like this intense look. I, it's fearless, but it's also like, please don't approach me. I don't feel like being bothered right now. Like, what's going on with that? I know, I actually heard that a lot. I would say that it's not intentional. It is the way I am. It's the internal power that comes with me. And that transcends into my art and my music. And I know what you mean. People have told me that as well. But, yeah, I was you know, scared. The, I was scared. your eyes are, are the windows to your soul. And mm, this is this intense look just means that it's rep- it, it, it basically the energy the vibe that is <laughs> no, that's that uh, my soul represents that, and that's how it is <laughs> let me ask you the more a the more power you have within yourself the more intense it becomes <laughs> no let me ask you a question where does your influence come from musically or generally in terms of my views I don't know. I think I want to know a lot about you. I'm scared to ask, but let's let's just go with music because this is guys in the underground. We, we we try to focus on the music, but I definitely love to get to know my guests. So, musically, what influenced you? Yes, I have many many different influences in terms of sound. So I was playing in the orchestra, which was the biggest children's orchestra in Russia. Hold on, go back from the age of seven until don't, the age of fifteen. Don't 15. talk no more. Go back. The biggest orchestra. Is this in the world? Like, let, let the loved ones know. I've tried to tell you, I read up on her. And y'all don't understand. I don't think y'all know what y'all missing. The biggest orchestra. Let's elaborate. Well, no, this was the children's, uh, for children. So it was an orchestra ensemble of um, dancers, singers, a huge choir, and the orchestra. So it was the children's, specifically the children's ensemble. And it was very important at the time because that's how I learned how to be a producer in my mind. So when I was seven, eight years old and I learned to read music and then I would sit in the orchestra and I see how different how different instruments and people are coming together and create that one sound and that is the approach that I have now when I'm actually making beats by myself wow. in logic or in or in pro tools or in reason. And then these plugins, these instruments, they represent the same kind of vibe, how you can mix everything together. So at the time, I was while I was playing uh, a Russian instrument called Domra, and we used to back different artists as well. We used to perform on some stages, some big stages as what well kind, in Russia. What, what kind of and instrument is that? What kind of instrument is that? So it's a three-string instrument. It's like balalaika, but it's a bit different. It, it, it sounds a bit like mandolin. It's very similar to it. And yeah, it's, it's a very cool and interesting instrument. So we play, we play different um, songs as well, classical. We played folk music. We played pop music as well with this orchestra. So that was a part of, my, of me growing up. I also went to uh, the kindergarten of Bolshoi Theatre. Now, Bolshoi Theatre is one of the major opera houses major. in the world, opera and ballet houses major. in the world. So it's, it's, very, it's very old. And of course, when I went there to begin kindergarten, we had a very different type of education. <laughs> so we had to learn to, to, to play instruments, to sing, to 
we had to we, we did a lot of um, performances we had to learn to eat with um, knife and fork at the age of three wow. <laughs> we did a few of them at the same time <laughs> hold, so, on, hold on wait a minute Knife and fork at the age of, at the age of three, I think I just became potty trained. So you telling me you eating with a knife and fork at the age of three? You're in the orchestra, and you're running around with the with the most um, influential people in the world. By the way, I love Russia. I, I can't I can't lie to you. That that's a beautiful place. Never been, but I like watching it on uh-huh. the internet. So what what can't you do? Let me ask you that. I want you to go on, but what can't you do? What's your most useless talent? I I don't want to... Did I stump you with that question? Yeah, because it's very... <laughs> it's very it's very strange. I know it might sound strange, but everything that I try to do, I end up actually doing it. So, so, so you, you don't have, a, use, tonight, you don't have be, a useless talent? No. I, I found that even as a child, I've always been able to do everything. Like, for example, I was, I was, so, I was also Goddess. sewing the curtain in our house you sold the curtains in your house from top to bottom from bottom to top yeah when i was like seven eight years old you were like seven <laughs> <to> eight <laughs> yeah it's a different it's a different <laughs> discipline over there in russia so like it's it's nothing you can't yeah. it's nothing you can't do do you think you could take Cause I, I feel like I wanted to take an artist one time and make him a star. I just ain't got patience for people's ignorance anymore. And I'm sorry if I look, sound a little weird. I'm mm-hmm. a little under weather. It's hot and cold over here. It's like Indian summer or something, whatever they call it. But do you think you can take a total stranger from out of nowhere and make him a superstar? Let's challenge you. Um, I've done this, and I think oh the my way that God. I do it is like <laughs> is I look from I, I've looked into people and and saw what talent that they have because everybody has some kind of talent it might be something that they don't even know about themselves and of course when i talk about making somebody known or successful i don't mean doing it just pretending and selling the product i mean actually finding that diamond within that person and getting it out because they might have a talent but they just don't know about it they're not confidence about it they just don't know what to do with it and how far they can go so for me it has to be very genuine it has to be something real that they actually have and that represents them and then of course it's possible it's absolutely possible (laughs) it's nothing in the world that she can't do all right i'm gonna trick you then i'm gonna (laughs) trick you i'm gonna trick you because i want i want i want to see if there's nothing you can do can you play basketball uh, I was playing basketball. Oh my I was child, god! Yes, I really loved it. <laughs> All right. I really loved it. <laughs> it's something that you can't do. All right, let's not say it's something that you can't do. Is there anything that you don't care about doing? Hmm. Well, as much as I can style and I can put the outfit together, and I'm very, I'm a very visual person, and I edit the photos, and I can completely create a photo shoot. Um, on another hand. I'm not really that interested in doing the hairstyles. So cutting somebody's hair, that's not something that I'm interested in. So maybe okay. if I if I took the time to learn it, then I would be able to do it, but it's there not something go. that I'm trying to conquer the world in. again. Trying to conquer the world again. It's nothing she can't do. I don't understand. <laughs> you know what? You're a very confident person. Where can we find more women? You're the epitome of women's day. 
That's how I feel. Like, <laughs> like, like if Women's Day was like to be summed up in one word, it's Jan and Sebastian, y'all. It is. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. Where can we find? Do we all have to go to Russia to find somebody like you, or is the diamonds in the rough here over here in America? Because I don't know. I've been searching and I haven't found anything yet. <laughs> I know, I know, right? It's um, <laughs> she said, yeah, I know, I know, right? It's difficult. <laughs> well, I, I, I personally don't know. Um, obviously, you are, you are, you are in America, so it would be easier for you to find uh, someone there. But um, there is actually a right. saying about uh, Russian women. It's very true. I mean, in Russia, you, you do get a lot of strong women, genuinely. It's, um, it's even within my family, my great-grandmother, my grandmother, they were all very, very strong women. They, uh, they overcame, my great-grandmother overcame World War I, World War II, Russian Revolution. Wow. And she actually was, was within it and she still she still persevered she was very a very magical and powerful woman she survived uh some deadly diseases she survived the wars uh she survived so much and she lived that until the age of 92 and then she passed on the wisdom to all of us and when she died at 90 at the age of 92 she transitioned in peace she was in perfect state of mind she was uh very happy you know that she had such a long and powerful life so in Russia, I mean, you can find a lot of strong women. Um, right. There is even uh, a poem uh, by Nikrasov from 19th century, which specifically says that the Russian woman can uh, stop a horse on the run and even <laughs> save right. people from the house on fire. <laughs> you know, she can do everything. But also, she's very, she can also be very beautiful and feminine. No, <laughs> so man. that's... The balance, man. <laughs> listen, listen, everybody. I'm going to Russia. I'm done. I'm going to Russia. I'm over it. The best women are out there. The queen then said it. I'm out there. Don't look for me. Don't call. I ain't writing. I'm in Russia. That's where I'm going. You said that's the place to go, right? <laughs> well, on another hand, they don't have any lockdowns. So <laughs> they don't have lockdowns or restrictions. Listen, I'm mangling. Now I got a vision of myself over in Russia mangling with a drink in my hand. You know, they some heavy, (laughs) they some heavy drinkers over there. They known for like heavy, like the strongest drinks. Do you do you drink? Not to be all in your business, but we need to know about the queen. Uh, Socially, I can have a drink here or that, uh, here or there, uh, when somebody's having a party, a birthday party, or something, or some kind of gathering. Of course, yeah, I will share a drink and. I don't get drunk easily because, yes, yes. I know how to drink. So yeah, elaborate uh, on that. It's not, no, no, it sounds like you was about to go back to eight years old. <laughs> 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 what happened at eight? What was you drinking at eight years old? Did you have the strongest drink? Let the loved one know. It's gritty, grimy, and raw. You in here? You in here? The guys, it's an underground podcast. You here now? You can't go nowhere. You're stuck with us, <laughs> loved ones. Listen. Elaborate, please. <laughs> he was about to say something about the child. Let me know what's going on. Um, well, of course, no, I wasn't drinking at the age of eight, of course. Oh. I was focusing oh, on my right. studies and music. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my bad. I'm sorry. In my mind, I thought you said you had a Russian Russian shot at eight. I don't know what happened. No, but but um, but actually, in Russia, a lot of people start drinking very early because it's very cold outside. 
and when they leave school and they have nowhere to go because they don't have money yet because they are they don't have a job yet they stay outside somewhere and then they get a drink and actually drink and so by the time you're 20 years old you've had it all you've had enough and you just drink socially right, right, <laughs> whenever right. you have friends around <laughs> and you behave yourself so you become like this responsible adult by hey, the time you're 20 you've 20. done all the party and all the crazy stuff oh my god that's it, it's a hard knock life over there it seems like yeah i mean what when I grew up there, I was, this was the 90s, actually. My childhood happened in the 90s. And in the 90s, this was the time of the Russian mafia. Okay, so this was, imagine wow. the Bronx wow. in the space of a huge country. So everywhere you go, it's like the stone jungle, mafia, you have to survive. You, you have to, you, you wake up in the morning and you just... Mm. You have to pray. You have to know that you're going to stay alive by the evening. What are you <laughs> and it crazy? Doesn't matter. No. Yeah, this was this was in the '90s in <laughs> Russia because Soviet Union had collapsed and the new country was being rebuilt, and this was right. the time of uh, huge chaos. I mean, now things are fine and they stabilized, but in the '90s and early 2000s, this is where you started hearing about the Russian mafia. Uh, you know, challenging Italian mafia and things like that because this was everywhere. This was, even if you were a teacher, even if you were just working at school, a scientist or somebody else, uh, you you would have, you would have, that life would have touched you. Let, so let, let me, it was wild, wild west no, at let, the time. Let me in, ask in you Russia. a question. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. And this is for the loved ones. Yeah. I call my fans the loved ones. Do you feel comfortable talking uh-huh. to Casino XO? Because I don't feel like you talked about this in any of your other interviews. I want to make history, and I listened to your other interviews, and I wanted to ask you certain questions. But I said, no, nah, I'm not professional. I want to get to know my guests. I want to be their friend. After it's all said and done, I want my guests to be my personal friend. What made you go in on that? Right. I feel totally comfortable talking to you, of course. And ah, I think you are I love professional. You. I, I love think- you, queen. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're doing great I think you, you're doing a great job have faith and have confidence within yourself you're you're doing an amazing job and I think everybody should check out your I podcast and get inspired and I will I will be checking out your future guests as well just send me the links and oh, I will listen to and to, to, to your podcast yeah no, I and a, i think there should be more of them no, cool. I, I got a lot of love over in london and actually i want to send a special thanks if that's okay to you queen i want to send a special thanks to my my good friend from london maxi for making this possible mm-hmm. is that 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 my my boy is moving around shaking around he's on number one on charts over there like he is really he's from bulgaria but he moved to london almost similar story to yours He's a good friend of mine. So mm-hmm. is that okay if I give him a shout out right now? Of course. Of course. <laughs> no doubt. Well, shout out to Maxime. Yes, uh, he's a very good friend of mine and he's a great musician. He's a beat maker. He makes beats. He writes his lyrics. He does everything himself. And you should all check out the music videos that he put out. Uh, one of the recent music videos actually features my friend Diane. And oh. he's a really great guy. A really good friend. What's that song called? What's that song called? He's going to kill me. What's that song called? Um, He's going to kill me. I just played the song on my podcast. I got, I got, sometimes I forget a lot. I don't know what's going on with me. But that girl can sing. 
And that's your good friend? No, my friend, she wasn't actually singing in the in the song. I think it's a different song where she was playing a role. She was acting. So yeah, my friend was acting in this song. Gods of the Underground, yeah, so man. We, we, we mess up over here a lot. Sorry, Max here. We mess up over here a lot. But without further ado. <laughs> no, listen. Without further ado, man. It's with Jenna Sebastian, everybody. You know what I mean? I, 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 I got to get the crowd to roar for you. You used to that, ain't you? Uh. I mean, it is a part of my profession. It's part of my <laughs> no, musician. No, because I saw you. I saw you. I saw you on stage. You post something up from what was 2017, I believe, and you was in front of a large crowd about to sing. And like, <sighs> you're sensational on YouTube. I don't. What am I doing in the same room? Which I'm well, not in the same room, but like, how 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 do a guy like me, Casino XL, a kid from Philly? Starting a podcast. I just started it in December. Get to be in the graces of your presence, Queen. Very easy. I am a very open person <laughs> and I love talking to people. I don't really care about status. I care about who you are. So if you're a nice person, you have a good vibe, you have passion, I'm 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 happy to talk to you. And to me, I don't see people by their social status or the money. Right. I don't care about right. that stuff. Me neither. All I want to know is if you are uh, a genuine and truthful person. And that's what it is. So so, so, <laughs> so this that's, is, that's very easy for no, me. No, so this is my thing. <laughs> I got this thing where I'm a rebel mm. against blue checks. I, I, don't, I don't really personally have a vendetta against them. But I don't think they give the people mm -hmm. the opportunity to grow. Cause I was an artist, I had a record deal, and when I got in the game, I didn't like, I didn't like what I seen in there, and nobody had this platform for me. It was like a f uphill climb, and snow, and fire was coming from heaven, and I was, I got there, and I was like, I don't want this, but if people want this, I want to build a platform where they can come on here, play their music. I did people first interviews, and people are very excited. I want people to reach their dreams. I'm, I'm sort of like you, just in the male perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that it really depends on what the talent is. So, of course, I don't think, for example, me personally, I never do it for the fame. I'm uh, only doing it for the craft and for the message. So if it just happens to do it publicly, then I have to do it publicly. It's a lot of Yeah. So it is about art. It is about my spiritual path. And it is about helping people because my vision of the world, um, I'm trying to open up more uh, my philosophy and tell them how we can all come together and unite. And uh, it, it, it touches on different, different perspectives in life, uh, from how we can raise our children to how we can um, pro progress you know, spiritually, how we can develop ourselves and step into the golden age, as I call it, eventually, after we've gone through these chaos, chaotic times. So I would say for artists as well, um, you know, of course, if they're looking for uh, fame and money, it's a, it can be a very frustrating road because it's not the end, in my opinion. The, uh, the, the purpose of an artist is to... Um, tell the story, be able to vocalize, be able to uh, create the art that represents our times and, uh, and people or themselves, right. but it should be for the art. So if they're doing it for money and fame, then they can be caught by not very nice people, you right. know, in the industry who right. are trying to fish out that type of uh, hunger. And then 
they get crushing down. So I would say more, what's more important is your personal life experience. Whether you are an artist yourself or you are putting artists on, um, you're helping others, whatever you are doing, it's something that you know that it's truthful to your soul, it's real, and it's, uh, you're, you're, it's, it's, it's aligned with your dignity, with what you really believe in. And then everybody will be happy. Everybody will be happy to collaborate with you, to work with you. And that's how it is because this industry, I, I am within, I am doing music and of course I am within uh, the circles, but I, I totally understand and respect the underground scene because, as I said, it's real. And I do not participate in any kind of dark sides of the industry at all. I'm just creating music and the, the creative side of it. And that's how I think that it should be for everyone as well, if they can. Right, right. No, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm getting lost in your words. I feel like a child. I'm sitting in the style and I feel like I'm looking at you and I feel like you're talking to, you know, a crowd where they need to pay attention to what you're saying. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I really respect you because, listen, we at the mark where we got to depart. But I want to keep talking to you. This could be an hour-long special. We got about three minutes. And you gave me so much time out of your busy schedule, your busy day, and, you, and you're representing me, guys in the underground, USA, London Connection. Give me three more minutes of your time, you know. But before we go in, let the loved ones know how they can reach you on social media. I almost forgot to ask because I'm lost in your words. Do you do magic? And why do you have me under a spell? It's a question. <laughs> For real. Right. Yes, I am a magician. <laughs> oh, my and, God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Get a level of your social media real quick so they can know before we depart. Right. My social media is at John Sebastian, at Multivision Music, also, my website is John Sebastian. That's the official website. My new website for my platform, Alchemist TV, is alchemisttv.com. And I'm also on other uh, social media platforms like Twitter. I'm going to be doing stuff on Twitch. Uh, I am on Facebook at John Sebastian World, uh, uh -huh. where I do live streaming. And I'm on YouTube, Multivision Music, and also Alchemist TV. And whatever it is, you know, magically, it is about spreading light and positive vibes and energy into the world for everyone to feel great. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You're a beautiful person. You're a beautiful soul inside and out. I admire you really seriously, man. And um, I mean, woman, goddess, I'm sorry. It gets ignorant here. But I'm telling you, man, I, I I am like under a spell right now, and I'm listening to you, and I'm in a daze, and I don't I don't normally get like this when I talk to people, but yeah, you did it to me. You're a magician. I give it to you. You get the crowd again. You got you got the crowd more times than anybody <laughs> in my podcast history. This is my 20th episode, and this is my biggest episode. And I thank you, man. I really I really thank you because. I'm learning a lot, and you're teaching me a lot. And I'm probably going to listen to this podcast about six or seven times just so I can get the knowledge, you know. And I definitely want to keep in contact with you and stay in contact with you. And hopefully, I'm supposed to be coming to London this summer. Hopefully, I can get a chance to meet you and see you. Crowd, you get the crowd again. I'm that sorry. That would be great. I'm just pushing. I'm just pressing buttons over here. I'm 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 lost in the sauce. <laughs> 
I've lost in this house. That would be great. No, really. Seriously. That would be great. Yes. And thank you so much for having me on the show. Knowledge is power. And let's stay in touch. I um, also would like to say a shout out to my publicist, Kathy Leotard. She's an amazing publicist from New York. And uh-huh. she's, she's a part of my team. So, yes. And of course, I wish everybody to, um, you know, spread the knowledge, spread the light. And um, we're going to get through these times and come out into the golden age. <laughs> I know that's right. Ms. Jana Sebastian, yeah. y'all, gods of the underground, we did it. We there. We there. We we are enlightened. I, I want to tell you something. I don't know why I wanted to keep calling you Johanna. I don't know. Is it because of the way your name is spelled? Yes, it's Jana Sebastian, J A H N A. Okay, because I wanted to call you Johanna. It's just in my mind, it was just beautiful. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't want to disrespect, you know. (laughs) But you have a beautiful name. What what does Jana mean? In different languages, it means pretty much similar things. So, in uh, well, the eastern side of the world, like India, Russia, it means paradise. It means a gift from God. It also means the actual letter, the Russian letter, which is the first letter. We don't have it in English language, but it is in Russian. And it's actually a rune and it represents as above, so below, because it comes from the Ooh. understanding of life. Metaphysics. So the, the word life starts with the same rune, so it means as above, so below. Yeah, so I, I live by that. That kind of connection. I live by as above, so mm. below. I, I do. I do. And, and it's, mm. I, I'm, I'm really, really thankful. We at the album mark. And I know you got more to say. But I want to end this right here. Because I want them to be intrigued. I'm going to keep in touch with you. And I only got Instagram because I'm not a social media fiend like that. And most of my Instagram <laughs> is just promoting, you know, underground artists. That's not a sign. And just trying to find their way. But I really want to thank you for coming by, man. Again, <laughs> you deserve the crown. <laughs> really, really, really. You took time out of your busy schedule, your busy day. You got back to me. I was a little afraid that you wasn't going to be able to, you know, talk to me. But you really took your time. Out. I really thank you so much. And I love you from the bottom of my heart. Guys at the underground, we love you here. And you welcome back anytime. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And yes, I look forward to coming again at some point in the future. And also, I would like to say that whenever you are, whenever you want to relax and just feel good, I'm also making meditation music. So I make music in different genres, but there is also meditation music. And um, what I've heard people are saying that it does help them center themselves and just relax and Mm -hmm. feel positive vibes. And it helps them sleep as well. So you can check that out. because we all live in a very, you know, we have busy schedules. And sometimes it's good to just go within yourself within a few minutes. Right. And if it makes you feel good, recharge and just continue going. Send me the link. But thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. No problem. And I will definitely be keeping in contact and I will give you a call and thank you for coming through. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay. No problem. <laughs> Can't believe that we did it. Yeah. We've made it so far Can't believe that we did it Yeah, yeah 
We beat the odds, we beat the odds, we beat the odds, yeah My niggas gods, my niggas gods, my niggas gods, yeah Carry these scars close to my heart, they thought we lost, yeah Now look where we are, yeah Nigga, we champions 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 Nigga, we champions. Nigga, we champions. Nigga, we champions. Nigga, we champions. Yo, you're not rocking with your boy Casino XO on Gods of the Underground Podcast.